Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Caceres, the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. This is an episode on what led up to the to the failure of Real Madrid losing so badly in the Champions League against Manchester City on for nothing on uh, Wednesday, May 17th in the Etihad Stadium. Full aggregate score, 5-1. And where the build-up happened, and I was fortunate enough to go back to recent podcasts, recent games uh, because of my audio issue, and, re- and it made me rethink, maybe I just need to have a pod on why we got to this point of losing so poorly in Champions League. Uh, and I wanted to highlight something important to go back way beginning of the season there's many factors and many issues that come up to the team this year and the number one factor I think was the sale of Casemiro an experienced player in this in this squad a winner a proven winner a proven player a player that's willing to roll up his sleeve who isn't the most technical who isn't the um, that gets the applause but he does the work that Tony Cruz and Luka Modric can't do and freeze them up to do what they do best. And those three players were used to playing with each other. And you broke that up and you, in this game, that we lost 4-0, you put Tony Cruz as a defensive midfielder, which was something that I know if and Tony Cruz is one of the great, great midfielders of our club, great midfielders of our time, but he's no holding midfielder at all. He cannot do what? Casemiro can do and cannot do what a lot of players can't do and what specifically someone like Rodri can do, you know, on on the Manchester City side. So, and we have a play, and then it leads up to the fact that the sale of Casemiro and now the time period of Chouameni being injured and never being really implemented into the squad. Time period of him playing in... In, I remember a Barcelona game in the beginning of the of the season, the first part prior to the World Cup, and we won and we beat Barcelona with Chouameni in the middle helping and learning the position with Modric and Cruz who let them able to play where they need to play in a preferred position. Now, that was early in the season. They didn't have a lot of games. They didn't have a World Cup in the middle. And that's something that we're... And then the injuries came up for him later on in the season, a big span period of losing him. And and then the factor of uh, playing Kamavinga in left back where he does a job. He's probably great at it. He's a great player. Great players playing great positions, players that are willing to play. But you can't have um, a player where his best position is in central midfield play left back just to fill up a spot. That means that we need to find a left back if we can't find a player that's been out of it. And Ferlan Mendy has been injured for majority of the season. I don't know where where it's going to come about of going forward on this team and where this squad is going. And so highlighting three players right there, Chuameni, Kamavinga, and Ferlan Mendy has uh, major issues within the squad. Um led to this point of failure in Champions League and then my third point probably is the inconsistency in La Liga season this year led to failures when you're inconsistent in 
throughout the season and you're and you're given this like narrative that um that you turn up for Champions League games you to look disinterested in La Liga that's not something to look merit on that has been something that's going to catch up to you and caught up to us against an excellent team who's on it every single game who don't give you a sniff who don't let you breathe that puts you in a chokehold and can't let you and you can't get out and you can't come out playing and, and you get bombarded with just sitting back in two two blocks of uh of midfield and forward and and two blocks of of midfield and forwards and defense and and chasing shadows and never really getting anywhere so the inconsistencies lead up we have we lost in la liga a lot of games due to the same factor that man city the man city theory worked that they pressed us from the beginning in the front in in the back line not letting us come out of the back and not letting us get into midfield and start possessing the ball they did not let us possess the ball well and that's how we lost majority of the games because and I go back to Girona who pressed us and outworked us every team I'm going back into losses of Real Sociedad we got outworked um Girona we got outworked Villarreal outworked us in midfield pressed us in April 8th 3-2 loss and then we we get and then we got Barcelona's who outworked us in the Supercopas and in the La Liga. They outworked us in midfield. They pressed us. And outworking in midfield it leads up to my next one is that we're fragile in midfield. We have no legs to get around the pitch. And that's something that in, in this day and age, you need a strong midfield to play. And, um, and we need to resolve that issue. Chuomeni needs to be healthy this se- next season. Kamavinga needs to get moved into midfield, and we need to figure out where we're going. If Savaya is getting re-signed, or uh, we're adding in more fee- midfielders, or if we're bringing on Jubelian, where we're hearing a lot of uh, talks about. So I don't know where this all this direction is going, but I would like to figure. Out, I'd like to understand where the plan of the club is going with this. The transition of renewing Tony Cruz and Luka Modric is fine, but. Are we bringing in new players? Are the other younger players going to be able to play more? And then the other, t- and the veteran players are going to be taking a step back. I don't know where that's coming about. My fifth point of it all is the victory in Copa del Rey semifinal. Uh, the lineup: Rodrigo Valverde in his deep and his uh, midfield trio with Luka Modric and Tony Cruz, and Rodrigo playing as a right winger gave us a little bit of false hope. I think, and was maybe something of a blinded. Adding that, and looking back to hindsight of why we lost the Manchester City game, was probably we should have packed in more in midfield and maybe played uh, Valverde back in the same original lineup of the hybrid role, helping in midfield instead of um, actually exactly adding an extra man in midfield could have just helped Luka Modric and Tony Cruz. They were left to be sought out, to be moved around and, and chasing shadows. And they're players that are, do not chase shadows well. They have to be within their preferred positions. And I don't think that's where... I think we got figured... We played a weaker Barcelona team that, that season, that game in Copa del Rey semifinal. They had maybe a couple games played, maybe missing injuries, but we were able to win 4-0 in the Camp Nou... And so that spurred on Ancelotti to keep that lineup. If it's winning, why change it? Why break it? And 
it was winning, but is it something that maybe we should have rethought of in that Manchester City game in the second leg? Maybe uh, play ultra defensive with a defensive lineup. Stop playing with attackers. I don't know. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, but I'll, <laughs> I, looking back at it now, it's easier said than done. But maybe Valverde back in there, adding Chouameni in midfield. Sitting Kamavinga and left back, telling him not to wander off. Maybe adding Rudiger or maybe adding Alaba to the left. I don't know. Countless of things could have done. We could have played ultra defensive and hold him back. And maybe that would have freed us up. Throw a curveball to Guardiola. Who knows? Um, And the sixth point I brought up was the... Every team that beat us in La Liga followed that same blueprint. Outwork us in midfield. Press us in the front. Don't let us come out through the back. Come out playing in possession. So something that we've highlighted through this. And my final one, my final point of the season and probably where the, the juggernaut of why this team is where it is at the moment right now. So sitting second and in jeopardy of probably sitting uh, going to third because I... I want to be optimistic, but the team uh, playing in Valencia, with Valencia has everything to go for. They have to win this game on Sunday, uh, May 21st, 12.30 p.m. They have to win. They're in the bottom of the table. They need three points. Real Madrid, again, has the reputation this season of being disinterested in La Liga games, especially away from home, and also they're not. I mean, spirits might be down after that loss. Who knows? I don't know what Carlo Ancelotti might play, what what team, who he rests. I'm not sure. I know he'll probably rest the older players, uh, Tony Crows and and Luka Modric. He'll probably play a younger lineup. Uh, I hope so. Those guys uh, need rest. But we'll see what happens. I, I have no idea what's going to happen with this team. But the we can't lose this game. Um, I want to see uh, Mendy play. I want to see Chouameni play. I want to see Ceballos play. I want to see maybe other a different lineup. Um, but the transition within Chouameni, Kamavinga playing their natural positions, having Tony Cruz and Luka Modric, seeing where there comes about. I don't know where that where how how they're going to be implemented into the squad next season. We don't know. Less minutes, more minutes. I'm not too sure where it comes about, but we need to resolve the midfield dilemma we have at the moment. Left-back dilemma. Our, our central midfielder needs... Our left-footed central midfielder Kamavinga needs to play central midfield. And that's important. We need to find a left-back. We need to find an extra more bodies in midfield to run and work hard um and we can keep our experience but i don't want to lose them they're important to our team they're important pieces to this team um but adding another striker to support our main player kareem benzema who's our focal point is as important as anything um but they may need to take a step back who knows i put these points out there after reviewing the whole pod and having the issue and I realized that it'd be a good start to see where, how we got to this point of losing 4-0 in the Etihad. And it made me realize that if we don't work hard, 
in midfield that means we need younger legs we need uh someone who's willing to roll up their sleeves and work like a casemiro which we lost and younger players um and a backup plan a plan b for kareem benzema and vinicius jr and highlighting that maybe it was a false narrative winning that copa del rey final a semi-final with rodrigo's lineup maybe hurt us even more it could have gone into a defensive lineup against man city in the etihad could have got us longer by time to figure something out for any of the players so hindsight's 2020 but i think these are good factors and good points that i put out there thank you guys i appreciate it for you listening thank you for subscribing thank you for following thank you for rating this um please follow uh please rate and subscribe to the podcast appreciate it and i will have a pod for you against valencia on sunday and we'll see let's hope we win i want to be optimistic but this team has been so inconsistent in la liga i don't know what to expect thank you guys bye